Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible reading of the day. And those of you in the United States, I hope you're all having a safe and happy 4th of July and happy 4th of July to, to you all. Um, let's go ahead and, and go to the scripture. Today we're in, for your NIV reading, we're in Isaiah 44, 1-28. And then Leviticus 17, 1-16. Then Acts 17, 1-34. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Israel the Chosen. But now listen, O Jacob, my servant, Israel whom I have chosen. This is what the Lord says. He who, who made you, who formed you in the womb, and who will help you. Do not be afraid, O Jacob, my servant. Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. For I have, for I have poured... For I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. Um, will they? One will say, I belong to the Lord. Another will say, will call himself by the name of Jacob. Still another will write on his hand, the Lord's, and will take the name Israel. The Lord, not idols. This is what the Lord says. Israel's King and Redeemer, the Lord Almighty. I am the first, I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. When, Who then is like me? Let me proclaim it. Let me declare and lay out before me what has happened since I established my ancient people. And what is yet to come? Yes, let him foretell what will come. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? You are my witnesses. If Is there any God beside, besides me? No, there is no other rock. I know not one. All who make idols are nothing, and the, and the things they treasure on... Treasure are worthless. Those who would speak up for them are blind. They are ignorant to their own shame. Who, shape, who shapes a god and casts an idol, which can profit him nothing. He and his kind will be put to shame. Craftsmen are, are nothing but men. Let them all come together and take their stand. They will be brought down to the terror of infamy. The blacksmith takes a tool and works with it in the coals. He shapes an idol and hammers. He forges it with the might of his arm. He gets hungry and loses his strength. He drinks no water and grows faint. The carpenter measures with a line, makes an outline with a marker. He roughs it out with chisels and marks it with compasses. He shapes it in the form of man and of man in all his glory, that it may dwell in a shrine. He cut down cedars, or perhaps took his cypress of oak, or oak. He let it grow among the trees of the forest, or planted a pine, and the rain made it grow. It is man's fuel for burning. Some of it he takes and warms himself. He he kindles a fire and bakes bread. But he also fashions a god and worships it. He makes an idol and bows down to it. 
Half of the wood he burns in the fire, and over it he prepares his meal. He roasts his meat and eats his fill. He also warms himself and says, Ah, I am warm. I see the fire. For the rest he makes a god, he, his idol. He bows down to it and worships. He prays to it and says, Save me, you are my god. They know nothing. I, they, they, now, they know nothing. They understand nothing. Their eyes are plastered over so they cannot see, and their minds closed so they cannot understand. No one stops to think. No one has the knowledge of understanding to say, Half of it I used for fuel. I even baked bread over its coals. I roasted meat and I ate. Shall I make a detestable thing from what is left? Shall I bow down to a block of wood? He feeds on ashes. A deluded heart misleads him. He cannot save himself or say, It is not this thing in my right hand a lie. Remember these things, O Jacob, for you are my servant, O Israel. I have made you, you are my servant. O Israel, I will not forget you. I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sins like the morning mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Sing to for joy, O heavens, for the Lord has done this. Shout aloud, O earth. Beneath burst is into song, you mountains, you forests, and all your trees. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob. He, he displays the glory in Israel. Jerusalem to be inhabit, inhabited. This is what the Lord says. Your Redeemer who formed you in the womb. I am the Lord who has made all things. Who alone stretched out the heavens. Who spread out the earth by its, myself. Who foils the signs of, of the false prophet and makes Fools of diviners, whoever throws the learning of the wise and turns it into nonsense, who carries out the words of the servants and fulfills the predictions of his messengers, who says of Jerusalem, it shall be inhabited. Of the towns of Judah, they shall be built, and on their ruins I will restore them. Who says to the watery deep, be dry, and I will dry up your streams. Who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd and will accomplish all this I that I please. He will say of Jerusalem, let it be rebuilt, and of the, of the temple, let its foundations be laid. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you and thank you for everything, Lord God. I just ask that you be with us. Let us have a good and safe holiday, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible reading of the day. And those of you in the United States, I hope you're all having a safe and happy 4th of July and happy 4th of July to, to you all. Um, let's go ahead and, and go to the scripture. Today we're in, for your NIV reading, we're in Isaiah 44, 1-28. And then Leviticus 17, 1-16. Then Acts 17, 1-34. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Israel the Chosen. But now listen, O Jacob, my servant, Israel whom I have chosen. This is what the Lord says. He who, who made you, who formed you in the womb, and who will help you. Do not be afraid, O Jacob, my servant. Jeshurun. 
whom I have chosen. For I have poured, for I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. They will spring up like grass in a meadow, like poplar trees by flowing streams. Um, will they? One will say, "I belong to the Lord." Another will say, "Will call himself by the name of Jacob." Still another will write on his hand, "The Lord's," and will take the name Israel, the Lord, not idols. This is what the Lord says: Israel's King and Redeemer, the Lord Almighty. I am the first. I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. When who then is like me? Let me proclaim it. Let me declare and lay out before me what has happened since I established my ancient people and what is yet to come. Yes, let him foretell what will come. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? You are my witnesses. If Is there any God beside, besides me? No, there is no other rock. I know not one. All who make idols are nothing, and the and the things they treasure on, treasure are worthless. Those who would speak up for them are blind. They are ignorant to their own shame. Who shape who shapes a god and casts an idol, which can profit him nothing? He and his kind will be put to shame. Craftsmen are are nothing but men. Let them all come together and take their stand. They will be brought down to the terror of infamy. The blacksmith takes a tool and works with it in the coals. He shapes an idol and hammers. He forges it with the might of his arm. He gets hungry and loses his strength. He drinks no water and grows faint. The carpenter measures with a line, makes an outline with a marker. He roughs. It out with chisels and marks it with comp compasses. He shapes it in the form of man and of man in all his glory, that it may dwell in a shrine. He cut down cedars, or perhaps took his cypress of oak, or oak. He let it grow among the trees of the forest, or planted a pine, and the rain made it grow. It is man's fuel for burning. Some of it he takes and warms himself. He, he kindles a fire and bakes bread. But he also fashions a god and worships it. He makes an idol and bows down to it. Half of the wood he burns in the fire and over it he prepares his meal. He roasts his meat and eats his fill. He also warms himself and says, Ah, I am warm. I see the fire. For the rest he makes a god, he, his idol. He bows down to it and worships. He prays to it and says, Save me, you are my god. They know nothing. I, they, they, now, they know nothing. They understand nothing. Their eyes are plastered over so they cannot see. And their minds closed so they cannot understand. No one stops to think. No one has the knowledge of understanding to say, Half of it I used for fuel. I even baked bread over its coals. I roasted meat and I ate. Shall I make a detestable thing from what is left? Shall I bow down to a block of wood?
He feeds on ashes. A deluded heart misleads him. He cannot save himself or say, It is not this thing in my right hand a lie. Remember these things, O Jacob, for you are my servant, O Israel. I have made you, you are my servant. O Israel, I will not forget you. I have swept away your offenses like a cloud, your sins like the morning mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Sing to for joy, O heavens, for the Lord has done this. Shout loud, O earth. Beneath burst is into song, you mountains, you forests, and all your trees. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob. He, he displays the glory in Israel. Jerusalem to be inhabit, inhabited. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer who formed you in the womb. I am the Lord who has made all things, who alone stretched out the heavens, who spread out the earth by its, myself, who foils the signs of, of the false prophet and makes fools of diviners, whoever throws the learning of the wise and turns into, into nonsense, who carries out the words of the servants and fulfills the predictions of his messengers, who says of Jerusalem, it shall be inhabited. Of the towns of Judah, they shall be built, and on their ruins I will restore them. Who says to the watery deep, be dry, and I will dry up your streams. Who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd, and will accomplish all this I that I please. He will say of Jerusalem, let it be rebuilt, and of the, of the temple, let its foundations be laid. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father in heaven, I just praise you. I thank you for everything, Lord God. I just ask that you be with us. Let us have a good and safe holiday, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day. Okay, so now we're in your ESV Bible reading. Today we are in uh, uh, Leviticus 17, 1-16, and then Acts 17, 1-34. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. A plate, the place of sacrifice. And Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the people of Israel and say to them, This is the thing that the Lord has commanded. If any of one of the house of Israel kills an ox or a lamb or a goat in the camp or kills it outside the camp and does not bring it to the entrance of the tent meeting to offer it as a gift to the Lord in front of the tabernacle of the Lord, Blood guilt shall be put inputted to that man. He has shed blood, and that man shall be cut off from among his people. This is to the end that the people of Israel may bring their sacrifices that they sacrifice in the open field, that they may bring them to the to the Lord, to the priests at the entrance of the tent of meeting, and sacrifice them as sacrifices of peace offerings to the Lord. And the priest shall throw the blood on the altar of the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting and burn the fat for a pleasing aroma to the Lord. So they shall no more sacrifice their sacrifices to, to goat demons after whom they whore. This shall be a statute forever for them throughout their generations. And you shall say to them, any one of the house of Israel or of the strangers who have sojourned among them who offer a burnt offering or sacrifice, and does not bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting to offer it to the Lord, that man shall be cut off from his people. 
Law, laws against eating blood. If any of one of the house of Israel or of the strangers who sojourn among them eats any blood, it, I will set my face against that person who eats blood and will cut them off from among his people. For the life of, a th- of the flesh is, is in the blood, and I have given it for you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement by the, by the life. Therefore I have said to the people of Israel, No person among you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger who sojourns among you eat blood. Any one also of the people of Israel or of the strangers who sojourn among them who takes or in hunting any beast or bird that may be eaten shall pour out its blood and cover it with earth. For the life of every creature is its blood. Its blood is its its life. Therefore I have said to the people of Israel, You shall not eat the blood of any creature, for the life of every creature is is its blood. Whoever eats, it shall be cut off. And every person who eats what dies of it, or what is torn by beasts, whether he is a native or a sojourner, shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. Then he shall be clean. But if he does not wash them or bathe his his flesh, he shall bear his iniquity. Let's go ahead and go to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now we're in your ESV Bible reading. Today we are in uh, uh, Leviticus 17, 1-16, and then Acts 17, 1-34. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. A plate, the place of sacrifice. And Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons and to all the people of Israel and say to them, This is the thing that the Lord has commanded. If any of one of the house of Israel kills an ox or a lamb or a goat in the camp or kills it outside the camp and does not bring it to the entrance of the tent meeting to offer it as a gift to the Lord in front of the tabernacle of the Lord, Blood guilt shall be put inputted to that man. He has shed blood, and that man shall be cut off from among his people. This is to the end that the people of Israel may bring their sacrifices that they sacrifice in the open field, that they may bring them to the to the Lord, to the priests at the entrance of the tent of meeting, and sacrifice them as sacrifices of peace offerings to the Lord. And the priest shall throw the blood on the altar of the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting and burn the fat for a pleasing aroma to the Lord. So they shall no more sacrifice their sacrifices to, to goat demons after whom they whore. This shall be a statute forever for them throughout their generations. And you shall say to them, Any one of the house of Israel or of the strangers who have sojourned among them who offer a burnt offering or sacrifice, and does not bring it to the entrance of the tent of meeting to offer it to the Lord, that man shall be cut off from his people. Law, laws against eating blood. If any of one of the house of Israel or of the strangers who sojourn among them eats any blood, it, I will set my face against that person who eats blood and will cut them off from among his people. For the life of, a th- of the flesh is, is in the blood, and I have given it for you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. 
for it is the blood that makes atonement by the, by the life. Therefore I have said to the people of Israel, No person among you shall eat blood, neither shall any stranger who sojourns among you eat blood. Any one also of the people of Israel, or of the strangers who sojourn among them, who takes or in hunting any beast or bird that may be eaten, shall pour out its blood and cover it with earth. For the life of every creature is its blood. Its blood is its, is its life. Therefore I have said to the people of Israel, You shall not eat the blood of any creature, for the life of every creature is, in, is its blood. Whoever eats, it shall be cut off. And every person who eats what dies of it, or what is torn by beasts, whether he is a native or a sojourner, shall wash his clothes, and bathe himself in water, and be unclean until the evening. Then he shall be clean. But if he does not wash them or bathe his his flesh, he shall bear his iniquity. Let's go ahead and go to your New Testament reading. Okay, so now this is your New Testament Bible reading, Acts 17, 1-34. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Paul and Silas in Thessalonica. Now when they had passed through Ephipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul went in, as was his custom, uh, and on, the th on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scripture, explaining the proving, proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and rise from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I proclaim to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a great many of the devout Greeks and not a few of, of the leading women. But the Jews were jealous, and taking some wicked men on the route of the rabble, they formed a mob, set the, the city in an uproar, and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring them out to the crowd. And when they could not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the others before the city authorities, shouting, these men have turned the world upside down, have come here also. And Jason has received them, and they are all acting against the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, Jesus. And the people and the city authorities were disturbed when they heard these things. And when they had taken money as, secured, as security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. Paul and Silas in Berea. <clears throat> the brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now these Jews were more noble than those of Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Many of them therefore believed with not of Greek with not a few Greek women of high standing as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was proclaiming proclaimed by Paul at Berea, also they came there too, agitating and stirring up the crowds. When the brothers immediately sent Paul off on his way to the sea, but Silas and Timothy remained there. Those who conducted Paul brought him as far as Athens, and after receiving a command 
from Silas and Timothy to come to him as soon as possible they departed. Paul and Athens. Now while Paul was waiting for them at Athens, his spirit was provoked within him, and he saw that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the devout persons and in the marketplace every day with those who happened to be there. Some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers also conversed with him, and some said, What does this babbler wish to say? Others said, He seems to be a preacher of foreign divinities, because he was preaching Jesus and the resurrection. They took him and brought him to the Arapagus, saying, May we know what this new teaching is that you are, pre that you are presenting. For you bring some strange things to our ears. We wish to know whether, therefore, that these things, what these things mean. Now all the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there would spend their time in, in nothing except telling or hearing something new. Paul addresses the Arapagus. So Paul, standing in the midst of Arapagus, said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you are very religious, for as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, I found also an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God, what therefore you worship as known, as unknown, this, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in templates made by men, does not live in temples made by men, nor is he served by human hands as though the, he needed anything since he himself gives all mankind life and bright breath and everything. And he made for one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place. They shall that they should seek God and perhaps feel their the way toward the him and find him. Yet he is actually not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said. For we are indeed his offspring. Being then God's offspring, we ought not to think that the divine th being is like a gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and Im imagination of man, the times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent because he has fixed an, a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness but a man, by man whom he has appointed. And if this has been given assurance to all by raising him from the dead, now when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, but others said, we will hear you again about this. So Paul went out from their midst, but some men joined him and delivered and believed, among them whom also were Dionysus the Arapagate and a woman named Demarius and others with him. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything, Lord. I just ask that you be with us, watch over us, and keep us safe from the enemy. Help us to have a good 4th of July. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.
Okay, so now this is your New Testament Bible reading, Acts 17, 1-34. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Paul and Silas in Thessalonica. Now when they had passed through Ephipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul went in, as was his custom, uh, and on the th on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scripture, explaining the proving proving that it was necessary for the Christ to suffer and rise from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I proclaim to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a great many of the devout Greeks and not a few of, of the leading women. But the Jews were jealous, and taking some wicked men on the route of the rabble, they formed a mob, set the city in an uproar and attacked the house of Jason, seeking to bring them out to the crowd. And when they could not find them, they dragged Jason and some of the others before the city authorities, shouting, These men have turned the world upside down, have come here also. And Jason has received them, and they are all acting against the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, Jesus. As, and the people and the city authorities were disturbed when they heard these things. And when they had taken money as, secured, as security from Jason and the rest, they let them go. Paul and Silas in Berea. <clears throat> the brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now these Jews were more noble than those of Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Many of them therefore believed, with not a Greek, with not a few Greek women of high standing as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was proclaiming proclaimed by Paul at Berea, also they came there too, agitating and stirring up the crowds. When the brothers immediately sent Paul off on his way to the sea, but Silas and Timothy remained there. Those who conducted Paul brought him as far as Athens, and after receiving a command from Silas and Timothy to come to him as soon as possible, they departed. Paul and Athens. Now, while Paul was waiting for them at Athens, his, his spirit was provoked within him, and as he saw that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the devout persons and in the marketplace every day with those who happened to be there. Some of the Epicurean and Stoic philosophers also conversed with him, and some said, What does this babbler wish to say? Others said, He seems to be a preacher of foreign divin divin divinities, because he was preaching Jesus and the resurrection. They took him and brought him to the Areopagus, saying, May we know what this new teaching is that you are, pre that you are presenting. For you bring some strange things to our ears. We wish to know whether, therefore, that these things, what these things mean. Now all the Athenians and the foreigners who lived there would spend their time in, 
in nothing except telling or hearing something new. Paul addresses the Areopagus. So Paul, standing in the midst of Areopagus, said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you are very religious, for as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, I found also an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God, what therefore you worship as known, as unknown, this, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in templates made by men, does not live in temples made by men, nor is he served by human hands as though the, he needed anything since he himself gives all mankind life and bright breath and everything. And he made for one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place, they shall, that they should seek God and perhaps feel their, their way toward the him and find him. Yet he is actually not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said, for we are indeed his offspring." Being then God's offspring, we ought not to think that the divine th being is like a gold or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and Im imagination of man. The times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent, because he has fixed an, a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness but a man, by man whom he has appointed. And if this has been given assurance to all by raising him from the dead, now when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, but others said, We will hear you again about this. So Paul went out from their midst, but some men joined him and delivered and believed, among them whom also were Dionysus the Arapagate, and a woman named Demarius, and others with him. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything, Lord. I just ask that you be with us, watch over us, and keep us safe from the enemy. Help us to have a good 4th of July. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.